Is LeBron James holding the Lakers back? This is the topic for today's episode as the Lakers fall in a devastating OT loss to the Philadelphia 76ers, 122 to 133. Of course, they are closing out their uh, long road trip tonight against the Detroit Pistons, so there's a lot to discuss. Let's get right into it. What's up, Laker fam? Welcome to the Laker Hand podcast. I'm your host, of course, Laker Hand. I am joined by the one, the only, my favorite co host in the entire world, Laker Dad. Dad, what a game the other night against the uh, the Philadelphia 76ers. Lakers are down with about just about a minute left by nine points. And all of a sudden, they tie it. We go into overtime. Lakers actually had a very good opportunity to uh, win the game. But then, of course, unfortunately, they just completely collapsed in overtime. And a big part of that was because LeBron James wanted to try to take over. Yeah, Hannah, I'm not sure that my heart is going to be able to survive this Lakers season. I mean, the Lakers are playing very exciting games almost every day. But unfortunately, especially between that Indiana game a few games ago and this latest Philadelphia 76ers loss, I'm not sure how much more my heart can take because honestly, uh, you know, the Lakers were so far behind. It was an incredible, miraculous comeback you know, they tied the score at the end of regulation. They should have won the game, and we'll talk a little bit about why they didn't. But, um, you know, I think it's a legitimate question at this point whether LeBron James is is holding the Lakers back because he really had a poor game the other night, and he, as much as anything and anyone, was responsible for that loss, I think. Yeah, no, definitely. You know, it's so frustrating because just about a week ago, we were, you know, really on a high because the Lakers had won eight out of their last 10. Things were looking really, really good. And then it's just so unfortunate because AD, of course, got the flu. Uh, The Lakers uh, then, of course, lost a few games back to back. And now things are, you know, a little bit up in the air. It's definitely frustrating because I think a lot of people were, were feeling so confident. And, you know, Dad, this recent loss against the 76ers really stings because, you know, the Lakers... It was crazy. Like I said, you know, just about a minute left. We were down nine. Then all of a sudden, we went absolutely crazy. Um, Austin Reeves was fouled on the three. He had an opportunity to tie the game. Of course, he only went uh, two for three from the line. And then AD was fouled and only made one of those free throws where he could have then won the game for us. Um, but we went into overtime. And then LeBron James just decided he was just going to go one on five and it just wasn't working. We completely lost all ball movement. We stopped going and, you know, running our offense through Anthony Davis, which is so clearly when the Lakers play their best and the Lakers then just collapsed. We didn't even score a single point dad in that overtime loss. I mean, it's just, it's absolutely crazy. And it's so frustrating for me because LeBron James, it's hard to kind of knock him because obviously he's going to probably go down as the best basketball player to ever play. And, you know, it's hard to say, you know, a team is better without LeBron James, but it's so frustrating when he does this because he tries to take over and just 99% of the time, it doesn't work. And his shooting this season has gone way down, obviously from three-point range. He's only shooting uh, 31%. This past loss against the Philadelphia 76ers, he was just one for eight. Um, in general, he was nine for 22 from the floor. So it just wasn't working. And it's frustrating because Anthony Davis was having such a monster game, such a monster fourth quarter. I think he scored, what, 21 points in that fourth quarter, something like that. So he was absolutely dominating. Um, and they completely stopped going to him. And if I'm LeBron James, I would keep doing what's been working in that overtime. And that's, of course, 
being running the offense through AD, and he just he didn't want to do that. And it's it's so frustrating. I know my Laker fan feels the same way. Yeah, Hannah, you know, I think a lot of Laker fans are just upset that when we, you know, get to the end of games and then we certainly when we get to overtime, the ball just stops moving. The ball just stops moving. It goes to LeBron James. He kind of sits there and uses up the entire shot clock and then typically, you know, hurls up a, a you know, a long three-pointer or even, you know, does a turnover. The Lakers had a lot of turnovers, unfortunately, in that game. It, 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 and kind of the hero ball, you know, to be honest with you, I'm not sure that's ever been LeBron's strength. I mean, I don't think he's Kobe when it comes to last minute, you know, one on five type wins. But the Lakers have, you know, good players. You got to trust your teammates. And I, I just thought, you know, we got into that overtime and he, he made that disastrous miss of a layup to start the overtime. And and we're starting to see that more and more from LeBron this year. You know, he he's not getting to the rim quite as much. He's settling for those three-point shots. And frankly, some nights he's hitting them, and, and a lot of nights he's not hitting them. And when he's not hitting them, he keeps throwing them up anyway, and it really hurts. Um, you know, but he missed that disastrous layup to start the overtime. And then I think Russell Westbrook, you know, missed a, a layup. And kind of the Lakers were deflated at that point, and they put up no fight in the overtime at all. But, you know... Uh, I'm not sure what to think. I mean, the Lakers kept Kobe around a couple years uh, at the end of his career, you know, even though he was probably hurting the team, although in, in those days it was really hurting the team because he wasn't playing a lot of nights and you never knew when he was going to play. With LeBron, you know, you figure he's going to play, but there's a lot of nights he just doesn't seem to be, you know, on, on as sharp as he used to be or should be. And it, it is kind of hurting the team at times because he doesn't, you know, he says he trusts his teammates, but in crunch time, he doesn't. Yeah, definitely. You know, he's definitely talking the talk, but then he doesn't always walk the walk. And obviously, in my eyes, we all know what a big Kobe fan I am. And, you know, I think things are a little bit different when it comes to Kobe and LeBron because obviously Kobe played his entire career for the purple and gold. So I understand their loyalty to him in, you know, in that way. And obviously, like he mentioned, Dad, the last few years for Kobe, it was he didn't play too often. Um, the Lakers clearly weren't going to be going anywhere anyway. But, you know, this Lakers team, they've proven that with LeBron out, they're actually really entertaining and really fun to watch. You know, a lot of other guys have really been stepping up and contributing. And I feel like when LeBron's in the lineup, they kind of take a back seat because, of course, LeBron dominates the ball so much. But let's talk about uh, some of the positives from this game. You know, AD, like I mentioned, absolutely continuing to just completely dominate, really just play the best basketball I've really ever seen from him. You know, like we mentioned in that, Lost to the Philadelphia 76ers, had 21 points in that fourth quarter, uh, was 9 for 13 from the floor, 31 points, 12 rebounds, 2 steals, 2 blocks. I mean, AD's been phenomenal. And then another guy, Dad, that, you know, listen, no one really expected anything from him when the Lakers first got him a couple years ago, but a guy who's just been continuously improving and now is really proven to be Maybe the Lakers, you know, third scoring option, to be honest with you, is Austin Reeves' dad. 25 points, five assists, two steals, um, two rebounds, nine for 15 from the floor, four for six from three-point range. I mean, I just can't say enough about Austin Reeves. I love watching him play. Not only does he play so hard on defense, you know, he always seems like whenever, you know, he's always ready to draw the foul. He puts so much energy diving for the basketball, but on the de defensive end, and now it's really seeming like these last few weeks he's been 
much more aggressive offensively, which I've loved to see because he's a really good shooter, Dad. And, you know, I know we're going to do a fan question here um, and something that you've actually mentioned a lot as well. So I wanted to, you know, to add this fan question in here. This is from at D Nemley. He wants to know why isn't Austin starting? Because he should be along with AD, Braun, Lonnie, and another guy. So dad, you know, I know this is something that you feel really passionate about. So obviously with Austin Reeves' strong play, why is he he not starting? He's definitely finishing games, which I love to see. Yeah, Hannah, I, you know, the the coach who I'm sort of mixed on so far, I'm not I'm not negative about him, but I'm not overwhelmingly positive so far. You know, it's still only a quarter way through his first, you know, season as a head coach. He is in love with Patrick Beverly and Dennis Schroeder and, you know, uh, Russell Westbrook uh, and, you know, the, the little the little guards who are 6'1", 6'2", 6'3". And, you know, to start Patrick Beverly and Dennis Schroeder, I, I just don't think that makes any sense whatsoever, in my opinion. You know, they need some height. You know, they're starting three guards because because Lonnie Walker is starting too. Of course, he deserves to start, but he sh- they have him kind of playing small forward. He should be one of the guards. And the coach needs to choose between Patrick Beverly and Dennis Schroeder, in my opinion. And and Austin Reeves, who is really a guard, at least he's 6'5". He's the one guard who's got some height. He could play the wing if they have to. So I, I just don't agree with starting both Schroeder and Beverly uh, and having Reeves come off the bench. I, I don't think that's best for the club. Uh, I guess he does it that way because he's got Beverly, Schroeder, and Westbrook. They're point guards, and he, he's got to try to find a way to play all three of them, even though they may not always deserve to be playing. And, uh, you know, but it's awkward, I think. I think at this point, you know, Lonnie Walker and Austin Reeves, and I think Troy Brown, I think they're messing Troy Brown up. He was playing really well for a while, but then all of a sudden he was in the starting lineup too, and then they started messing with the rotations and with his minutes, and now he's a little bit off key, but you know, he's he's a guy who I think needs to be playing. I, I trust him in there, but again, the coach at this point, you know, likes those old veterans, and, and so in crunch time, he wants Patrick Beverly, and he wants Dennis Schroeder, and he wants Russell Westbrook, even though I don't always think that's in the best interest of the team. Yeah, no, I completely agree with you. I'm kind of curious to see if there is a, a starting lineup change today against their game against the Detroit Pistons, especially after, you know, Austin had such an amazing game in that last one on Friday. Uh, now, Dad, obviously the Lakers conclude their road trip today. It's actually an earlier game, afternoon game, 3 p.m., uh, against the Detroit Pistons. And then, of course, they come home, got a few really challenging ones against the Boston Celtics. That's always a really, really exciting game. Then, of course, against the Denver Nuggets and then the Washington Wizards. Uh, Kyle Kuzma will be coming back. I know you're excited about that. So definitely got a challenging schedule coming up. But let's start with, you know, obviously focusing one step at a time. Today's game against the Detroit Pistons. Finishing out this road trip. What do you think are uh, some of the keys to the Lakers hopefully ending this uh, this road trip with a W? Well, Hannah, um, you know, three games ago, Laker fans were feeling really good. We were 10 and 11, 10 and 12 at the time, record-wise. I think people thought we were on the verge of getting to 500 and probably would be at or over 500 by the time the road trip was done. But then, of course, Anthony Davis gets sick and misses two games. LeBron James sat out the second game of a back-to-back. And now we're in a situation where the Lakers have dropped three in a row. And their record is back to now 10 and 15 again, which makes this a must-win game today, Hannah. 
The Lakers have to win this game today. They can't go 10 and 16 and lose to Detroit. You know, Detroit, again, on paper, the Lakers should beat them. But, you know, you never know. If you watch the box scores, Detroit can is capable of rising up and beating a good team. They've done it this season from time to time. The Lakers have to have this game today. There's just no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I completely agree with you. You know, obviously we want to end this road trip with a win, but this is also just a team that, you know, 7 for 21 is their record. The Lakers need to be able to to get these wins because, like I said earlier, you know, they come back and they got some challenging ones at home. So any game that, you know, is a winnable game, the Lakers can't afford to be, you know, going out there and laying an egg out there, especially because now our record is 10 and 15. And we definitely wanted to uh, come away from this road trip going at least 500 I think a lot of us were expecting going over 500 and you know finally getting our record a a little bit better here so Lakers gotta get this win um gotta get the morale and the confidence back to what it was about a week ago you know I want to see this purple and gold team run their offense through Anthony freaking Davis okay I'm done with LeBron dominating the ball I want LeBron to kind of take a little bit of a backseat let AD run the show because that's when the Lakers play their best basketball and I'm hoping that Austin Reeves is in that starting lineup, Dad. Or if not, I'm hoping he continues to get a ton of minutes because I think the Lakers, you said it from the very beginning, so I'm going to give you your credit here. This isn't just me, but the Lakers play their best basketball when when Austin Reeves is on the court. I don't know why, but they just do. So those are kind of some of my keys to the game. But Laker fam, I want to hear from you guys. What are your keys to the Lakers ending this road trip with a win against the Detroit Pistons today? Again, an earlier game at 3 p.m., um, this afternoon and also do you think LeBron is uh hurting or helping this purple and gold team this season let me know you can tweet me my twitter's at hannah underscore Kulik. and of course you can also always message me my instagram's also at hannah rose Kulik. um also, feel free to leave a comment, a question, because on every episode of this podcast from now on, we're going to be answering at least one fan question. And that's going to be it for today's show. Thank you guys so much for listening. And until next time, Laker Hand and Laker Dad are out. Bye, everyone.